Hi guys, my name is Lauren Curtis. I've been on social media since 2011 and since then I've grown a following of over 7 million people across my platforms and I have learned a lot along the way. The Mental Makeover podcast shares real, very honest advice on all things happiness, body image, self-love, relationships, spirituality and reaching your goals. Hey guys, this episode is all about manifesting, which is something I've wanted to talk about in depth for such a long time, but never really felt like I had the ideal platform to do so. But here we are with a podcast. It's perfect. I'm not even really sure how to tackle this topic because it's such a huge thing to cover. There are so many different facets and different ways of explaining it and different, uh, I don't know, ways of thinking about it and different approaches and different understandings, but I'm just going to share mine and keep it as simple as possible. If you do want to like look into how it all works and why it works and this and that, just go ahead and spend some time on Google. It is very hard for me to actually explain that and I don't want to do it a disservice by trying to explain it. So just a little heads up actually before I even get into it. The book that I recommend reading if you're interested in this whole thing or you're like a beginner or you're just already into it and you just want to, I don't know, have a good read. There is a book by Mike Dooley, M-I-K-E-D-O-O-L-E-Y called Manifesting Change. And I've spoken about that book quite a lot. A lot of you have actually read it. Yeah. It is my favorite. He just has a way of explaining it all that makes perfect sense and it's a very practical way of explaining it, I think. I'm not sure if you guys will like it, but I think it is amazing. In the most basic terms, manifesting or the law of attraction in my eyes is just the idea that the thoughts and the energy and the emotion that you put out there comes back to you, whether it's good or bad. And because of that, you have more power than you think over your own life. And it's kind of the foundation for all of my other beliefs and what gives me so much optimism and such a positive outlook and my general like happy persona, I guess. It's been like a long journey for me. My dad first introduced it to me when I was very young and I've had many experiences where I've manifested something and I'll go into that later, but it's been something that has progressed and kind of become more ingrained within me over time. And at this point in my life, it's a case of making sure that I'm always focusing my energy and my thoughts and my emotions on the desired outcome on the end result that I want. Despite my current circumstances, despite what everything around me says is possible, knowing within myself that what I want to achieve, things I want to do, the goals I want to hit are all possible and they will come to me. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't focus on how it's going to happen. I just know and believe within me that it will happen. My first real like tangible experience with the law of attraction or manifesting, I'm just going to call it the law of attraction for now, was when I was probably uh, in, in high school, maybe 15, 16 years old, and I was desperately wanting this particular car. It would have been my first car. It was like a 1993 or 1991 even maybe Ford Festiva. 
It was this tiny little box and I wanted the bright like turquoise aqua color. Five door automatic for a thousand dollars or less. And I had searched far and wide in Perth for this car. It did not exist. If it did, it was a manual. I don't have my, my manual license, so it was impossible. Otherwise, uh, it was the wrong color or it had the wrong amount of doors and it just wasn't right. So anyway, I printed out photos of this car and I thought about it all the time. I put the photo in my pillowcase and slept on it literally and went about my life. I didn't know how I was going to find it because everything around me was saying that it did not exist or was not possible to find in Perth. I remember one day I came back from spending some time over the weekend with one of my best friends and I grew up in a very, very small little suburb in the Perth Hills, tiny little suburb. My friends always used to joke that when they were done spending time with me, they would have to catch a flight home because I lived so far away from them. It wasn't even that far. But anyway, the tiny little suburb. And to get there, you have to turn off the highway into the suburb. And on the top of that highway, there is, well, there was a petrol station. And everyone used to leave their cars on the top of this hill because it had great exposure, great visibility to try and sell them. And of course, driving home, turn off and guess what I see perched perfectly on this corner. A bright turquoise Ford Festiva, five doors, automatic for a thousand dollars. I actually got a photo with this car <laughs> and I still have the photo because I could not believe it. And I can't really explain. I, I, I remember thinking that I couldn't really explain it to my friend or my mom because I don't know if they were like, <laughs> they believed in that kind of thing, but that was the first experience of like, whoa, how on earth, out of all the places in Perth that I had looked, this car, my exact specifications is perched right outside my tiny suburb in Perth for the oh, exact amount that I, yeah, I bought it, obviously, and that was my first car. Like, how damn cool. Anyway, after that, I was like, whoa, there must be something to this. And I think I, I credit that experience to my kind of unshakable faith in it for the rest of my life so far uh, in the whole yeah, law of attraction manifesting thing. Anyway, that was my first ever experience. And I believe since then, a lot of my success, you know, career success can be attributed to that as well. Uh, my relationship with my boyfriend, Reese can be attributed to that. Everything good in my life, I have created for myself. And don't get me wrong, all of these good things that have happened to me or that I have in my life now, they didn't come easily. And that is a really important thing to mention. They, these days with social media, everyone sees someone who's successful and thinks, wow, they're so lucky Oh, so lucky. I wish I could have their life. So lucky. And they don't actually realize that a lot of these people have been like grinding and hustling for years and years and years and years. Behind the scenes, they've made huge sacrifices, including maybe family time, free time, social time, money, 
it's been like just blood, sweat and tears. But because of social media now, you don't see all of that. You just see the last little like highlight reel, basically. And a lot of people compare their starting point to someone else's end point and we're all like ah we must suck we must be so unsuccessful because we haven't reached that level but so many people don't have the patience to push through the really crappy hard times that require a lot of stress or struggle and they give up before they even began essentially if you want lovely things in your life if you want all these great big amazing things or even small amazing things you need to accept the fact that there is always good with bad and bad with good and you cannot escape that no matter how hard you try so if times get really 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 tough I like to think that means that something really 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 good is on the way and if something goes wrong it means you need to learn a lesson from that it means Hell, you're probably still on the right path. You just need to learn a lesson that will unlock the next path. And then you might learn some hard lessons. Maybe you won't learn any hard lessons. Maybe the next little path will be easy and you go wee and the next path will be really hard and you'll be struggling and suffering and bleh. It's like, that's what it is. It's ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. And if you can't accept that, then that's like, this is not even like manifesting or like law of attraction. That's just everyday life and wanting to achieve your goals and chasing after your dreams like that's the reality of it it's never going to be easy if you want it to be easy you have the wrong goals anyway next point this is the really 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 important part probably the most important part when it comes to manifesting all the law of attraction it's very easy to say i want a very successful business i want a lot of wealth i want a big house i want the perfect partner it's easy to say that and i have fallen into the this trap that I'll explain in a second many, many times, it is very, very easy to because our rational brain wants facts. <laughs> it wants A plus B equals C. It wants a method because that's how we generally operate. That's how we're taught to operate. You have a goal. You need to find a way to achieve it. Otherwise, it won't happen. The key in my experience, and Mike Dooley talks about this a lot in the Manifesting Change book, is stop focusing on the hows, how it is going to happen. Let me tell you a little story, a brief story, and I'll try not to ramble, I promise. When I was about probably 12 or 11 maybe, I used to come home from school and watch Oprah, as in the Oprah Winfrey show. And I love that woman anyway. And I remember I'd always like just be mesmerized by the people she had on her show that were successful and seeing their big, beautiful houses was just like mind-blowingly amazing to me. I think because I didn't come from that, I had a very, very like humble upbringing, which I'm super, super, super grateful for. But yeah, that was like (laughs) very, very out of my world. And perhaps that's why it was so amazing and incredible and like inspiring to me. And that's the first time that I have like an actual memory of seeing someone who was successful and wanting that. And when I was in high school, I had no direction. I had no like idea of what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a psychologist at one point. Then towards the end of the year, I knew that I didn't want to go to university, despite people telling, telling me that I should because I was smart enough to. I just didn't want to because I knew that that was not a path I wanted to go down. And I trusted my gut, which I always do, and I didn't go. Instead, I studied photography for a year because that was my favorite thing to do in my spare time, photography. But 
that wasn't really right for me either because as I kept hearing from people around me and in the industry, you only really make money if you are a wedding photographer or a portrait photographer and I do not thrive in the company of other humans. <laughs> I have an introvert, so that was not up my alley. It was soon after I finished that course that I started going clubbing a lot more because I was 18 and ready to party. <laughs> I'm so kidding. That's so gross. Um, no, I was 18. So I was starting to go like, yeah, to clubs and stuff more. And then I started to wear makeup more. I had never really been interested in makeup, especially during high school, maybe like a little bit towards the end of the year. Sorry, the end of high school, but not so much during. And because I was getting into makeup, I was finding myself watching YouTube videos quite often to you know, improve my skills, learn new skills, just get it inspired basically. And this was back in 2011. And I just thought to myself, I had a little moment where I was like, well, I love photography. I love cameras and technology and filming. And I have this new interest in makeup. So maybe I could try filming little videos of me putting on makeup and like, I don't know, just see what happens. I'm not going to tell anyone, but I'm just going to see what happens. And Every single morning, I would wake up and count my subscribers. One morning, I had maybe six. The next day, it was 12. The next day, it was 20. The next, 40, 80, 20, 20 <laughs> I went back, 200, 1,000. And it got to a point where I couldn't count them any longer because there were just too many emails saying, you have a new YouTube subscriber. Then I got a job at Benefit. And then I left that job after a year and got a job at Bobby Brown. And it was about, I know, maybe four months into that job that I got to a crossroads. I was now earning the same amount of money from my YouTube channel as I was my, you know, actual job. And I had a decision to make. It was, do you take a leap of faith, follow your heart, do what you want to do, but is risky? Or do you play it safe, stay in this job, keep earning consistent money and maybe keep doing the YouTube thing on the side if you have time. Me being me, I followed my heart and that is exactly why I'm here right now speaking to you. That is in a nutshell how I got to where I am. Absolutely undeniably grateful to be in this situation and the reason I tell this story is because guess who wanted to be successful when they were 11 years old and guess who had no idea how that was going to happen because wealth and success was not something I had ever experienced before my family hadn't experienced that as I said before very humble beginnings which I'm grateful for so for me wanting to become like successful and wealthy I don't I, I mean I was 11 I didn't even know what that meant really but it was the idea of just like just this image that I had in my head of success and this undeniable, unshakable faith that it would happen, I guess, because I was so young and you have that like naive optimism when you're young. You don't question how things are going to happen. You just want them and you believe that you'll get them somehow. If I had spent the next seven years, if I was 11 and my channel was created when I was 18, it's about seven years. If I had spent that amount of time like writing out every single step plan idea that I had to become successful enough to have all these nice things for myself 
and fixated on them and never let myself stray from them and only be open to this way of becoming successful, then there's no way. I mean, I can't say for sure, obviously, because I can't see into the past, but there's no way I would have gotten to this place now. Like if you told me back at that age when I was young that I was going to become successful and have those nice things because of filming makeup videos in my bedroom of my mum's house and millions of people watching them. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine how that would have gone down. I don't think so, especially back then when YouTube, at least in Australia, wasn't a thing and no one was doing it. So, yeah. That's something I'm also really proud of about myself is that I really do follow my heart. I mean, I could have gone to university and studied something that would have gotten me like a normal job, a stable income, and it would have been the safe option, but I just knew in my gut it wasn't for me, and I followed that. Luckily, I have parents that are very supportive, so they didn't question my decision to do that. They just let me do what I wanted to do, which is amazing, and I know not everyone has that luxury, but if I had gone through high school stressed and anxious, thinking, I need to become successful. I need to do this. How's it going to happen? How's it going to happen? And had that mindset once I left high school still, it would have been a completely different story. And I, yeah, everyone always asks me, like, what would you be doing if you didn't start your YouTube channel? And I usually just say, like, that question actually freaks me out a little bit because I have no idea. I was never someone that had a clear-cut, like, idea of what my life was going to look like. I've always just been someone that, like, follows my heart and does what feels right at the moment. And I have no idea where I'd be. But I guess I'm grateful that I had those uh, goals when I was so young because they were implanted at such a young age that meant that I wasn't mature enough and, like, I don't know, affected by the world <laughs> to understand how big those goals actually were and how slim the chances might actually have been uh, at that time. So I went through high school following my heart, having this unshakable desire to achieve something and this unshakable like belief in myself that it will happen somehow, but not really thinking or focusing too much on it because I was in high school, I was focusing on graduating. And then coming out of high school and letting my life take its course in the unexpected way that it did. Now, I'm telling you that story because it demonstrates how I had a goal, I had a belief in myself and in the possibility and the certainty almost of it happening, despite knowing how and despite not focusing on how. Now, that's not to say that you just put like a positive thought out there like, I'm going to get a Lamborghini and it's going to arrive in your doorstep in a couple of years. Like that's obviously not how it works, but it's a case of taking little steps and being open to wherever those steps might take you. It's not having 10 steps laid out from point A to point B and point B being the destination or the goal. It's having two steps after point A and letting those two steps then unfold into steps three and four and letting your life just unfold as it should because everything that I've created in my life, whether it be Reese created as he's like some kind of like, <laughs> anyway, test tube <laughs> 
concoction. Um, no, anything I've like attracted into my life has always been in the randomest of ways. Like before Reese, I had just broken up with a guy, I don't know, I don't know how long it was before Reese. And the last thing I ever wanted to even think twice about was a male. And then he comes sliding into my DMs <laughs> uh, on Facebook, of all places. And the rest is history. I've spoken about that story a million times, but there's no way I would have thought I would have met someone on Facebook. That place is only full of creeps and old men. So <laughs> yeah, that's just one example. There's a million other, other examples I could go into, but those are like the three main ones. The car when I was younger, my whole like career and lifestyle now, and Reese. The two, yeah, being those two last ones being obviously the most important and the most pivotal in my life thus far. Mike Dooley talks about this so well in the book. I might actually read out the quote that really hit home with me when I, oh gosh, that book is so good. But anyway, one of the quotes that I really, really liked, let me just scroll through the millions of selfies on my iPhone. There it is. Okay. <coughs> it's not enough to get in your high-end car with its fancy GPS system and give it an end result. Not even a, I love you, baby. I believe in you, baby. I have faith in you is going to help. Normal proceeding to rub your gratitude rock, giving thanks and oozing gratitude all over the place. If this is all you do, your car won't move one inch. Your navigation system won't be worth its weight in scrap metal. At least not until you put your car in gear and physically move. Not putting your car in gear tells the entire system, not yet, I'm not ready, I'm still making up my mind, I need to line up my ducks. And whether or not that's what you meant to say, or if through misunderstanding, your choice is to take no action or to wait for a sign to first be rich or to have a soulmate on board, then you're giving away your power. You don't even have to start driving in the correct direction because as long as you at least start moving, the system can reach out and offer assistance like make a legal U-turn. And in life, once you at least start moving, you can then be infused with inspiration, sent a new best friend or given whatever is necessary to help get you back on the ideal path. Action is essential. First, because anticipation is aroused, which ramps up the belief in your inevitable success. And second, because as I keep saying, it puts you out there in the world where you can then experience life's so-called happy accidents and coincidences neither of which can transpire when your life is in park. Now, I like the way he started that quote or that passage. What do you call it? I don't know. I'm so educated. Should go out to university. Um, anyway, a lot of books and movies out there that talk about law of attraction or manifesting or manifestation, like The Secret, for example, it feels more like there's an emphasis on just putting that thought out there, like I'm going to become rich and then sitting on your couch and watching TV for the rest of your life and like expecting to become rich. That's, it's a great place to start. <laughs> the intention is there. That's a great place to start, but you need to just take those first steps. And I'm purposely saying first steps, not you need to plan out the route or the entire journey. You just need that first few steps. And that's what his little analogy with the car is. It's like, it's one thing to sit in your car and to like, to say, oh, I focus on being at my destination and I'm so grateful to be at my destination and imagining myself at my destination. That's, yeah, again, a great place to start, but you're not going to magically teleport to your destination, are you? You have to put your car in drive and put your foot on the accelerator and start moving. But before you do all of that, 
you need to set your intentions. You need to focus on the end result. You need to have a clear idea of where you want to go. And again, the example would be the GPS system. That is your idea of where you want to go. The GPS in this example is symbolic of your goal, your biggest goal. So you put that goal in, then you start driving. You may take 10 detours along the way, but it's okay. You're on the right path. You get detoured, you get pushed back on track, or you'll learn a lesson. You'll go this way, which will teach you something about, you know, the different types of road ahead, or I don't know. It just all works itself out. You're always going to be rerouted. You'll always be on the right path if you're open to it, if you're open and trusting of the fact that the GPS knows the quickest, most efficient, and most effortless way to get to that destination. That is the easiest way I can explain it, and I hope I didn't just butcher that explanation. (laughs) You don't focus on how you're going to get to the destination because the GPS has that taken care of. And it's the same thing. You don't focus how you're going to get to your goal because the law of attraction or the universe or God, whatever you call it, already has that underway. That's already planned out. That's none of your business, so mind your own business. Just start walking in the general direction of your dreams or your goals and see where life takes you. And if you get roadblocks, you might get loads of them, but everyone does. You are not special. No one is special in that regard. Everyone goes through crappy experiences, especially if you have big goals. Big wins don't also come with big losses and it's all a part of it and it's your attitude towards it. It's a case of, and that's, again, that ties into, you probably heard me say a million times before, I'm always on the right path. Crappy things happen to me and it's okay. Yeah, do I get angry? Of course. Do I get upset? Of course. But the time I spend grieving those losses or hurdles is so much like shorter now. (laughs) I spend so much less time focusing on that because I know it's part of it. I know you can't get to where you want to be without having to lose things or compromise or struggle. I hear about all of these people who are extremely successful and the kind of absolutely like debilitating struggles that they've gone through that would pretty much just send most people like mental. (laughs) But they push through because their goals are so deeply ingrained within them that they won't take no for an answer. And sometimes they might have this idea of how they're going to get there or here or whatever, but more often than not, what they really, 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 really want happens and comes about in a way that they couldn't have predicted. And I also think from a more practical perspective, when you have a positive outlook and a belief in your goals and your future as a whole, like just a general belief that your future looks bright and promising, you tend to attract experiences into your life that reflect those beliefs. How many people do you know that spend their time complaining and whinging and have, having this like this mindset of lack? Like they're, they're lacking money, they're lacking love, they're lacking friends, they're lacking success, they're lacking luck. And every single experience they go through is filtered through those belief systems. It's like a lens. They're going to keep on looking for situations and circumstances and events that justify those belief systems. And it's a vicious cycle. Oh, I met another jerk. I only meet jerks. Oh, I lost more money. Oh, the business isn't doing well. I just suck at running a business. I can't run a successful business. Oh, my friends are not including me in their, I don't know, events. Oh, my friends suck. I have no friends. 
and it's constant. That's why the people that have negative attitudes are just like energy leeches. They just make you feel like crap because it's all they can focus on is a negative. They are looking every single day, every single second of every day for justification of those belief systems. And it's the same thing with positive people. I know so many people that have gone through hell and back or that have had some really like tough business experiences or like just like mind-blowing stuff, but they're incredible people and it's all about their perspective. And similar to me, my perspective is very open-minded, optimistic. I believe that everything happens for a reason. I don't think that any like, you know, situation or experience in my life is a waste or just bad luck or is just lost on me or is just like coincidence. And so I'm always looking for reasons to justify that mindset, which means that if something goes wrong, instead of thinking, oh, I'm always so unlucky, I always lose money, I always do this, I always have bad dates or whatever, I think, okay, obviously, you know, I'm human. I'll be annoyed for a little bit. It's fine. (laughs) But I get over it quickly. And once I do, it's about, okay, what can I learn from this? What is this trying to teach me? What can I take out of this to better myself for the future? Or maybe it's just a case of sometimes crappy things happen and it's okay because there's a lot of amazing things in my life that I'm eternally grateful for and what's a couple of bad things in the scheme of things. It's just about perspective. And because you have that open mindset and that just good vibe (laughs) and good attitude towards life, I feel like you keep experiencing that and attracting more of that to you. And that's why I feel like I have a lot of positivity around me in my life right now because that's what I give out and it's what I'm attracting back. If I was a negative, nasty, crappy person, I don't think you guys would want to listen to my podcast, watch my videos, follow me on Instagram. And because of that, I wouldn't be successful online and I would stop doing that and I'd find a different job and I'd go down a whole different path. And then I keep on finding reasons to believe that my crappy, negative, angry attitude towards life is justified. And I have a reason to feel that way. And it's just vicious downward spiral because I'm a victim and see what I mean. (laughs) It all just makes sense, right? Now, how does one manifest? (laughs) I call it visualizing and it's pretty self-explanatory. It's just visualizing yourself in the future almost, doing whatever it is that you want to be doing, achieving your goals, living in your nice big house, having a beautiful family, you know, spending time with your perfect partner, just imagining yourself living the life of your future best self, as corny as that sounds. Just visualize your goals. It's as simple as that. Like, Feel them within you, like really spend time. Maybe it's before bed or after you wake up, like five minutes, just laying down, visualizing those goals, what it would feel like to have achieved them, what they actually look like, what they smell like, what they feel like. Maybe you'll even create a vision board, which I'm sure many of you have heard of before, where you print out pictures of your goals, pin them on a board, and look at it as often as you can. It's as simple as that. It can even be affirmations. If you're wanting to get yourself to a better financial position and right now you have a lot of debt and you want to be debt-free or maybe you have no debt, you just want to be, I don't know, a millionaire. I don't know what your goals are, but say that's the goal. Then it's continuously every day, maybe in the morning and at nighttime, repeating an affirmation like, 
I am so happy and grateful now that money is coming to me in increasing amounts through multiple sources on a continuous basis. That's one I just found on Google, like it's actually that simple. And with anything, it's a case of starting it with like, I am so grateful now that it's almost like you're living in the future, saying that you already have your goals, you already have achieved your dreams, you've already got those things in your life that you want. Despite your current situation, ignore that for now. Just live in an attitude of gratitude. No, wait, that doesn't make sense. Have an attitude of gratitude. (laughs) And starting each affirmation off with, I am so grateful now that. I am so grateful for. I am so happy now that. I am so whatever, whatever, whatever. X, Y, Z, you fill in the blanks. Now, I actually did this a lot when I was younger. I didn't actually really explain that at the start of the video, but I had a list as well as like a little vision board. I've done it all. And I definitely attribute that to where I'm at as well. It's like a multifaceted approach. And you might be listening to this and thinking, you sound like an idiot, Lauren. This is all stupid mumbo jumbo, airy fairy stuff. And that's cool. If you want to have that opinion, you are more than entitled to that. But yeah, if you're open to it, why wouldn't you give it a shot? It literally requires like zero (laughs) energy or effort. It just requires a belief and a thought and an intention. And you just need to be able to envision yourself in a situation that is different to the one you're in now and believe that your little imagination is the reality. As crazy as it might make you feel, it is so simple. And I, yeah, I attribute so much of my success and not just like material, like wealth success, but like happiness in my life, fulfillment, satisfaction, success in my relationships with my friends, my family, and my boyfriend, and my dog. (laughs) Just all round goodness. That is like, yeah, that's what I feel like I've created for myself. And you guys are obviously a massive part of that. I mean, you were for me a huge part of my own little manifestation journey. So that's pretty cool. But there's so much I can go into with this. I bet I'm going to listen back to this and think, oh, I I missed this. I forgot to say that. And this is like a really surface level approach. It's like the law of attraction for dummies, (laughs) essentially. And yeah, I, I can do a second one if you would like me to or a part two or if you have any questions in particular perhaps I can do a Q and A or something I'm not sure I'll just put this one out there for now dip my toes in see what you guys think and we can go from there but I truly hope this was somewhat enlightening or I don't know inspiring in some way or maybe you just got to laugh out of it <laughs> if that's the case I'm fine with that too so anyway thank you all so much for listening if you did enjoy please don't forget to leave a rating and a review or subscribe if you haven't already because it helps me to get this podcast out there which is the goal and I appreciate all of your love and support so far so thank you so much and I'll hopefully speak to you guys next week bye everyone bye